Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, my loves. I'm so excited to talk about the misconceptions we have around feminine and masculine energy, in particular, how we perceive the feminine and how we sometimes believe we are in our feminine when we actually aren't. So I'll give you a little bit of context first. So just to understand a little bit without going too deeply on feminine and masculine energy. So it's both energies uh, are in each person, but we tend to have a dominant energy and this is not related to gender. So a man can be more dominant in his feminine and a female can be more dominant in her masculine. So it's not related directly to gender. So how we would characterize the feminine would be the yin, okay? And this is very right brain, emotional. Some characteristics would be that you're understanding there's nurturing, tenderness, kindness, uh, intuitive, creative. It's very feeling-centered, the feminine is very collaborative. There's a sense of flow about her. She She's radiant. She tends to surrender. There's a high level of trust and sensitivity there. There's an ease and an allowing. Okay, so that's some characteristics of the feminine. Whereas the masculine would be the yang, left brain, more logical. Okay, so the, the masculine is confident. There's inner strength. There's a sense of responsibility, focus, decisive, stability, and direction. They tend to be more protective. They seek clarity, boundaries, courage, discipline. They're capable, certain, and assertive. Okay, so just from looking at some of the characteristics of the feminine and masculine, you can see that one is more grounded and solid, whereas one is more flowing. Okay, and that's all we'll kind of talk about in terms of the context of the feminine and masculine. So why is this important and why is it important for us to know whether we are in our feminine or our masculine? Well, it impacts every area of our life, whether it's our business, our parenting, and especially where we see a lot of challenges is in our relationship. Because in our relationship, for there to be connection and passion and true intimacy, there needs to be polarity, meaning one person in the relationship needs to be feminine dominant and the other one needs to be masculine dominant for there to be um, chemistry. Okay, that that attraction, as you know, that saying opposites attract. That's what we're talking about energetically here. 
Now, where we see that as problematic is that uh, I'm going to use the woman as an example or the feminine in this context as the example. So let's, I'll just use myself. Um, So I identify as masculine leaning um, because I believe I have a lot of those characteristics that I just described that would describe the masculine energy. So why that could cause challenges in your relationship is if you also have a masculine male, there, there can't be two leaders. There can't be two people showing the way. There can't be two people with that same dominant energy because it just fizzles out that attraction and that chemistry. So whereas the masculine male will need to feel appreciated and needed and desired, okay, well, let's say that's what Dan wants, my fiance. If I'm also in my masculine, I'm also powerful and strong and decisive, how likely am I going to be showing him how much I need him and how much I need him to protect me? Now, if this language is slightly triggering you and like, I don't need someone to protect me, it is allowing the masculine to be in his protection energy, not that you need to be protected. So it's not that you're falling into some kind of wounded category. It is that you are allowing the man to lead. So when we are also in our masculine, especially as high-performing women, we have to be in our masculine. It, it is beneficial in our business. And I love being in that doing state that sometimes when we come home, it can be challenging to switch into that feminine role. And that's when we see um, some challenges coming up in the relationship. However, there's there's an important uh, point to make here is that our natural state is to be in the feminine. And one red flag, I suppose you could say, in terms of um, doing some healing work is if you find it altogether difficult to get into your feminine, meaning you're comfortable in your masculine, which is really awesome. But when it's time for you to, to relax and get into the flow of the feminine, you're almost unable to. That could be a trauma response, i.e. a lot of us, like we are really proud of being in our masculine, but we really need to do some introspection and have that level of self-awareness to ask, where did I get this from? Was this innately a divine gift of mine or was it a trauma response to something that happened when I was younger? For example, let's say um, you were the only girl in your family. You had like four brothers and you were just craving attention, but you saw that your dad was giving your brothers all the attention because they were so great at sports or, or whatever. So you adapted and you morphed yourself to be more masculine so that you could receive the love that you needed, okay? So as children, we literally morph into what we believe our parents need from us to to get their love because love is survival. Without the love and attention from our parents, we die as children. Okay, so this is a this is a trauma response. So I'm not saying that every woman that is in her masculine is in response to trauma, but often there is some link to it. So just having that awareness of, hmm, like where did I get this from? Like for me, my high level of um 
uh, independence. I know a little bit of that comes from trauma. I know a little bit comes from like, I'm, I got to do this on my own. Like nobody's going to look after me. Like nobody has my back. Everybody's going to leave me right deep, deep down. Like I've, I've cleared a lot of that, but that was the beginning part of a lot of that masculine energy that evolved, that emerged. Right. So as women, we need to really reflect of where this superpower is coming from of of this ability to do and to do on our own and to be independent and remember that for us to be truly happy there needs to be a beautiful level of interdependence number one it doesn't feel good to our husbands for them to feel like we don't need them and guess what we are not being in our highest calling and giving our soul its highest desire by not receiving love too. Like if you have a beautiful soul in front of you that wants to love you, wants to support you, and you're like, I don't need you to be holding my door. I'm an independent woman. Like your inability to receive that love is is not only hurting the person who's trying to love you, but you're also hurting yourself. So allow that inner child of yours, allow yourself to receive the love that people are trying to give to you. So that's just a little context that I wanted to give you in terms of why you may be um, dominant in your like masculine and just to have that level of self-awareness. Now, what I see happening a lot and you know what I did it as well is I used to have a warped idea of what it meant to be feminine. Okay. So I'm going to give you a couple of examples of how we misunderstand the feminine and how we think we are being feminine and how we perceive other women as being feminine when they're actually not. One is going to be appearance. So just because you wear a skirt and just because you wear lipstick and you get your hair and your nails done does not make you a feminine woman. That makes you a well put together woman. That makes you a well presented woman, um, aesthetically pleasing woman. That does not make you feminine. Your femininity has nothing to do with the way that you look. None. So sometimes that's how women who haven't healed their um, their masculine and feminine energies, when it's not healed, that's how it uh, presents is they invest a lot of time in their appearance to get the attention from the opposite um from the opposite sex, okay? And because the the feminine energy does desire, does want to be desired. It's one of our core needs is to be desired. And so the illusion is, is if I look more attractive, if I'm like the most beautiful peacock, then I will get the guy. And that is that is an illusion, okay? Because that's only gonna, that's that might bring them in, that's not gonna keep them there. Um, and that is not true to your feminine essence. So appearance is just an aesthetics thing. It has nothing to do with being a truly divinely feminine woman. Um, another way that we think we are um, being feminine when we're not is we try to sound feminine. Uh, the perfect example I think of this is like someone like Marilyn Monroe who like puts on a seductive and feminine voice 
where, again, this is a very superficial, this is a very tactical surface thing where we're trying to appear feminine because we think that the feminine is soft and flowing and gentle. So if I just warp my voice like this, it's an illusion. (laughs) You are not in your feminine just because you talk like you are in your feminine. Um, another way that I see this, and this is, I see this more of, um, people who have a little bit of understanding of feminine and masculine dynamics is they go into, like they double down on carefree behavior. So because the feminine is, um, characterized by being flowy and easygoing, carefree, Sometimes we think we are being in our feminine by being like, yeah, I'm the life of the party. I'm just like going to go here and there and lack of structure. And I just follow the wind. And when really, when really, if we were to examine that behavior, it's a pattern of self-sabotage because there's a lack of boundaries there and there's a lack of self-respect and a lack of self-worth when there is no grounding and it's all just flow. If you just go where everybody tells you, like where the wind is going to take you, there is a lack of groundedness. There's a lack of embodiedness in that. So that's another way. And here is a way that I see happening on a very unconscious level, and that is dimming your light. Oh my God. Because we have centuries of suppression of the feminine, right? Um, We have a very warped understanding of what it means to be feminine. The feminine, my God, is so fucking powerful. The feminine is the ocean, okay? It is just, oh, the power in the feminine. But because we have been conditioned to believe and we have been taught for years and for generations that the masculine is the strong one, is the decisive and the powerful one, then the woman is submissive to the man. I mean, we even get some undertones of this in religion and especially if it is interpreted by people who are, you know, um, like just keep pushing the patriarchy, the the idea of the woman is that you are weaker and that therefore you should be, you should shrink down to the man. And that being feminine in your relationship and being the feminine presence in the relationship is to let your man win everything and to never speak your truth. So the most unconscious and prevalent way that I see this happening is women dimming their lights dimming your light is not being feminine not speaking your truth is not being feminine going back to the characteristics of femininity radiance radiance it's literally the fucking opposite of dimming your light so I see so many women, and I mean, even in my generation, I'm in my 30s, okay? And I see even in like women like my age and younger who don't voice their truth. They just like, we need to open up that throat chakra and allow your voice to come out because it's like that is feminine power to speak your truth from a place of love, tenderness, understanding. And intuition. 
but it is not to be silent. It is not to be silent. So when we think about feminine energy too, we have to understand that there's like the whole warrior, the huntress archetype that goes out and like gets and does and conquers. So this this idea that the feminine energy is like this like wallflower of like flowing and just like wears a flowing dress and like walks by the beach and just has no, I, I see this in parenting as well. It's like, I'm in my feminine, so I'm going to allow my child to, to lead and oh, no, no discipline, no structure. No, that's, you're setting your, your child up for disaster. The feminine doesn't have to command respect because she is so in her power that the respect is given. But when you're not in your power, then everything seems like n- nobody's giving you respect. It feels like you're the victim of everything and and then you surrender to that. But that's not truly being in your feminine. The feminine is incredibly powerful energy and we need to understand it more to fully embody being in our feminine. So if you're thinking, how do I know if I'm in my feminine? It all comes back to the feeling. You know you're in your feminine divine energy when you can feel into really being in your body, like feeling the sensations of your body, of what it feels to be in your body, not in your head. Okay, not in your head. Get out of your head, into your body. And do you feel these things? Like, do you feel collaborative? Do you feel flow? Do you feel radiant? Do you feel um, ease, allowing? Do you feel a sense of trust, kindness? If you feel that in the essence of your body, then you will 100% be in your feminine. We can't think our way into being in our feminine we have to be embodied to be in our feminine and don't get caught up in these like illusions of like, if I just of like, I'm the most beautiful girl, then I'll be my feminine. No, there's some really beautiful, super model-y, influencer-y type girls that are so in their masculine. So don't judge a book by its cover. Just because you're soft-spoken doesn't mean you're in your feminine that's an illusion. Just because you are going out every night and you're just like, oh, I'm free as a bird, doesn't mean you're in your feminine. We have to be aware of what these shadow aspects of being in our feminine are. And finally, examine those thoughts about what you think it is to be feminine because being feminine is not silencing yourself. It is not dimming your light at all. That is not, that's denying the feminine. Dimming your light for anybody is denying the feminine essence within you. So I hope you got some value from today's podcast. If you want to learn a little bit more about feminine and masculine dynamics, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook at Marcy Miyake and just send me a DM saying feminine and I can send you a free mini course on this topic and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today. If you love this episode, please share it with someone. And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. 
I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright. <laughs>